Hello Cryptonauts, today is Saturday, June 20th, 2020, and on today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 crypto average daily, as well as the crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Hello Cryptonauts! Before we get started, I just want to remind you that there is a Discord channel available if you want to get connected, start up a collaboration and podcast with me. You can reach out to me either through Discord or through the Anchor app, Direct Messenger. Um, Yeah, that's that. And today I'm going to be using my secondary phone to pull up all the information regarding the uh, Crypto Daily Average and the Crypto News of of the Day. Using specifically, uh, there's one of my favorite apps that I like, is Blockfolio. So I'm going to pull the top 10 from there. Starting off with Bitcoin, settling at $9,379.02 for a 0.75% gain. And in second place, we have Ethereum settling at $230.31 for a 0.15% gain. And in third place, we have USDT Tether settling at $1.00 with a 0.08% gain. And in fourth place, we have XRP Ripple settling at 18 cents for a 0.14% loss. And in fifth place, we have Bitcoin Cash, BCH, settling at $233.06 for a 0.32% loss. And in sixth place, we have BSV, Bitcoin SV, Bitcoin Satoshi's Vision, settling at $172.94 for a 0.49% loss. And in 7th place we have Litecoin LTC settling at $43.34 for a 0.64% gain. And in 8th place we have Binance Coin BNB settling in at $16.08 for a 0.61% gain. And in 9th place we have EOS EOS settling at $2.54 for a 0.55% gain. And in 10th place, we have ADA Cardano settling in at $0.08 for a 0.76% gain. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 for today, for Saturday. And your overall total market cap is settled at 266.5%. Did I say percent? $266.5 billion for an overall 0.7% gain. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your... Top 10 daily average. Let's get started with the crypto news of the day. All right, cryptonauts, let's go and get started with the crypto news of the day. Starting off with Satoshi was a black woman. Blockchain entrepreneurs talk financial inclusions on Juneteenth. This stuff is getting out of control now. I don't know. I don't know. That's the first news. Let me go ahead and read it. Racial diversity and financial inclusions are good for cryptocurrency and blockchain, and the industry has work to do. That was the overarching conclusion of the virtual Juneteenth event put together by Cleve Mesador, founder of the National Policy Networks of Women of Color in Blockchain. Juneteenth is the celebration of the June 19th, 1865, 
when the last group of enslaved African Americans were made aware of the Emancipation Proclamation that U.S. President Abraham Lincoln has signed two years earlier. While Americans' education system has left many ignorant of the origins of Juneteenth, there has been a revived interest in turning the day into a national holiday after protests sprung up around the world in response to the May 25th police killing of an unarmed black man named George Floyd. In a wide-ranging conversation Friday, panelists at the event said crypto has the potential to allow citizens to opt out of what they describe as the racial financial system on Wall Street. That said, the panelists added, black people and black people of color must be part of the development of the technology for that to happen. All right, next news. 11.4 million Bitcoin held as long-term investments. 11.4 million Bitcoin is held by long-term investors, diminishing the tradable supply of only 20% of the total Bitcoin supply. You know what? We actually already read this yesterday, so... Let's go ahead and um, start with another one. Paul Tudor Jones to be biggest Bitcoin holder in two years, Max Kaiser said. Uh, let's see. Outspoken Bitcoin investors and host Kaiser Report, Max Kaiser, explains that his $400,000 Bitcoin price prediction will coincide with the US dollar's collapse. Cointelegraph Markets spoke with Wall Street veteran and host of the Kaiser Report, Max Kaiser, who explains the increasingly important role of Bitcoin in geopolitics amid potential hash, hash wars and where he believes Paul Tudor Jones will become the biggest holder of Bitcoin within two years. Your 200,000 plus followers Twitter account at Max Kaiser went silent for a few months. What happened? Max Kaiser responds, it was a software bug that froze the account for nine months. I believe it was the data database contention problem. My friends at Swan Bitcoin took on the challenge and sorted it out. I also sent two dozen roses and a box of chocolates to Twitter HQ and SF. But I'm not sure that had any impact. The United States national debt is now over 26 trillion. Is there a certain level at which the US can default? Max Kaiser responds, the debt is big, but the interest on that debt is now bigger than America's numbers one budget item. The military's 1.6 trillion spend when the interest of debt gets close to 100% of GDP, then America will officially be a failed state. This looks like it will be the case within five years, as short interest rates snaps back to historic levels of 5%, not the current half percent. Post having Bitcoin's inflation rate is now less than 2% akin to gold or the Fed's inflation target rate. Is this do or die for Bitcoin now or a store of value? Max Kaiser responds, Let's be clear, Bitcoin exhibits quantum mechanical characteristics pertaining to outcomes changing depending on observation. Per the Heisenberg principle, the observer's act of observing changes outcomes. In Bitcoin's case, it's Bitcoin that's observing us. As I've argued before, starting at around block 300,000, I started noticing that Bitcoin was becoming self-aware. This has grown exponentially to a state of meta-awareness and so instead of asking it is time for Bitcoin to prove itself, we should be asking ourselves what do we have to do to be a species to prove we are worthy of Bitcoin. This is why my Bitcoin VC fund is called Heisenberg Capital as an, as, 
As an aside, it's outperformed every fund globally since inception in 2013 to today. Will U.S.-China tensions with other geopolitical risks continue to put pressure on risk on assets and possibly affect Bitcoin? Max Kaiser responds, China, America, Russia, and Iran will enter a harsh war to try to grab as much Bitcoin as possible. Iran is already mining Bitcoin. I believe they have 3% of the hash rate. This is another Sputnik moment where America has to decide if they want to win the hash war or get relegated to the dust dustbin of history. Do you agree that Paul Tudor Jones announcing his Bitcoin exposure is a major green light for traditional investors? Is this a wait is this a watershed moment? If not, what will it be? Max Kaiser responds, I think PTJ, who I followed closely when I was a stockbroker on Wall Street from 1983 to 1990, will be the biggest hodler of Bitcoin within two years. He is an absolute mercenary if he sees something he likes. Quote, the Bitcoin community has never seen the likes of PTJ and will be shocked by his take no prisoners audacity. audacity? You recently said that basic consumer protection is appropriate in the case that Bitcoin cash fraud. Can you elaborate on this? Max Kaiser, none of, none of the hard fork and none of the altcoins will attract enough energy to survive. It's a winner take all game and Bitcoin is not only starting alts, starving alts of energy, but also starving fiat money and they're sponsoring national states of energy. Bitcoin is an indestructible Godzilla with an insatiable appetite for energy that is transforming the world and everything that lives. Regulators should be warned people about failed projects like BCH, but the more likely scenario is that both BCH and the regulators go bankrupt due to a Bitcoin evisceration. You have also been vocal about Ethereum criticizing Vitalik Buterin for failing to understand Bitcoin's value proposition. What does he get wrong about Bitcoin? When I was chatting with Vitalik in London, he was still working on a Bitcoin, on Bitcoin magazine at the time and just planning ETH. He didn't get how absolute scarcity drives the BTC market. He still doesn't get it. He's repeatedly downplayed absolute scarcity, so I never believed he really understood how BTC works. Funny because the problem ETH has is that it's a centralized variable supply fiat substitute that has all the problems of fiat money. Ironically, ETH is trying to be fiat money and failing. So I take you're not a fan of the Ethereum 2.0 and its roadmap. Max Kaiser responds, it's a Rube Goldberg machine to nowhere. You've recently spoken with Bitcoin and Black America author Isaiah Jackson on your show. Why is this book so significant and timely right now with the current social unrest in the US? How does Bitcoin help blacks in America? Max Kaiser responds, Bitcoin helps the biggest victims of fiat money the most. America's black community is the biggest victims of America's fiat money, so they potentially are the biggest winners as Bitcoin pushes out fiat and become the global reserve currency. I said on Kaiser Report back when BTC was $1 that America's black community should buy up all the BTC they can and then they can buy the white community if they choose to. Major banks are now changing their tune about Bitcoin, most notably JPM. 
Why do you think this is the case and will it be a continuing trend? Max Kaiser responds, you don't change Bitcoin. Bitcoin changes you. Per the Heisenberg principle effect and the existence of self-awareness Bitcoin, with this in mind, I helped direct BTC's attention to Jamie, Jamie Dimon and JP, uh, JP Morgan by effectively painting the target. The protocol cracked the nut and now Jamie's a BTC drone. The same thing is happening to Peter Sh Sh Schniff. Schniff shift. Do you see the stock market hitting all-time highs this year? What does this mean for Bitcoin? Your Bitcoin price target by 2021. Max Kaiser re responds, the US stock market will probably hit new highs just like the market hits highs in Venezuela, Zimbabwe, and Iran. Not because companies are doing well, but because the currencies are collapsing. My target for BTC since 2011 has been $100,000, and I recently upped that to $400,000. The timing depends on when exactly the USD will collapse. It could happen any day. Better, better to be a few months early than a day late. When the dollar cracks, BTC price gaps higher by $10,000 at a clip. If you're not already positioned, you'll be eating dirt. Wow, damn, Max Kaiser don't play around. He's something else. All right, next news. How public keys infrastructure will revolutionize custody and fund management. The widespread use of public-private keys paired greatly changes change the world of, of custody. And I argue here, those changes will be passed through the world of fund management. On the custody side, I have summarized the argument here. The essence is simple. In the traditional word, firms identify their customers with a shared secret, typically a username, password combination. As the word secret implies, third parties need to take a firm's, a firm's word on trust as to whether it acts on behalf of the customer. There is no means for anyone to independently verify whether any given instruction has been given by the customer or whether the firm or one of its employees went rogue. In the world of securities custody, there are typically at least two firms involved. This mirrors that financial services has two sets of customers, the issuers and the investors. So in custody is the investor, the investor's custodian, and the issuer, issuer's depository. I'm getting confused. For the investor to put funds into an ish, issuer's asset, there must be a link of trust between the custodian and the investor's depository. Okay, I'm done with that. Next news. Uh, Ethereum 2.0 likely to affect DeFi and dApps with POS in introduction. Oops, 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 oops. Introduction. The first stage of Ethereum 2.0 is almost here, but how will dApps and DeFi space adapt to this change? While Ethereum has brought a, about a whole new realm of possibilities due to its native token Ether and its smart contract and tokenization capabilities, it is often faced with challenges such as network congestion, relatively low transaction times and throughput, large blockchain size, and excessive electricity use for mining, all issues Bitcoin also shares. While Bitcoin was created by an anonymous developer, developer that left the network to be developed by its capable community, 
Ethereum was always envisioned with a roadmap and a team behind it. While the plan has been subject to changes and delays, Ethereum has always meant to implement certain measures to combat all the af aforementioned issues, much like the developer community has done with Bitcoin and updates such as Segregated Witness. Ethereum was created in several stages, many of which have been implemented by Serenity or Ethereum 2.0. It's particularly important for the network and community because it will bring about some of the biggest changes in the network, including proof of stake and sharding updates. With the Ethereum network use failing so heavily, heavily on the decentralized finance, uh, finance and distributed application ecosystem, many wonder what will happen to the DeFi ecosystem as Ethereum 2.0 update is rolled out. What is Ethereum 2.0? Ethereum 2.0 is a set launch in the second half of 2020 following its announcements in 2018 and launch delays in 2019 and 2020. The first stage is currently known as phase zero and we'll see the launch of the beacon chain, the blockchain on which the first iteration of Ethereum's POS consensus model will be implemented. The second stage, phase one, will bring the implementation of shard chains that are compatible with each other and can be used sim sim simultaneously. While these two stages will be the foundation of Ethereum 2.0 and the solutions for the congestion and scalability issues Ethereum is currently facing, these two stages will coexist with the current blockchain and the two will only be merged in the third stage, phase 1.5. Ethereum will coexist alongside 60, 63 other blockchains with the aff aforementioned beacon chain, eliminating the need for token swaps for those that wish to remain on the original chain throughout the implementation of Ethereum 2.0. Once Ethereum 1.0 is merged with Ethereum 2.0, the blockchain history will remain, with the Ethereum 2.0 being considered complete. When phase two is beyond and released, which is expected to happen by 2021, until then, the proof of work consensus model will continue to be supported and developed to ensure a stable basis for dApps and DeFi before the jump from a single chain POW protocol to a multi-chain POS system is made. How urgently, how, how urgently is Ethereum 2.0 needed? Ooh, it's, it's needed urgently. Ether is the second largest crypto cryptocurrency, but it is currently only capable of processing 15 transactions per second. Moreover, Gas use and limits create a fee market where people most often compete for transactions and smart contracts to be processed quickly by paying higher gas prices. Okay, so that's my biggest issue with, with Ethereum is that every time I try to process something, the transactions fees are so high, they're literally like 90%. Like you can go to ethgas.info, I think it is. Yeah, ethgas.info. It's something like that. You can look it up. And you can see the, the 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 amount of ether it's going to cost you to process these transactions. So it's insane that it's bottlenecking. Something needs to happen now. Continuing, while increasing the gas limit is possible and was enabled in September 2019, it comes with a heavy toll as it further extends an already big blockchain. Ethereum's blockchain is currently 142 gigabytes. What? And while Bitcoin's chain is bigger, just 283 gigabytes have been mounted on a more after the, on after more than 10 years of blockchain history. 
That's crazy. This makes the Ethereum chain, which is less than five years old, almost as resource intensive as Bitcoin. And the issue are only bound to get worse as the DeFi ecosystem expands. Wow, we'll leave that at that. Let's go to the next news. Next news. The future of philanthropy lies on blockchain technology. And that, that, I totally agree with that. 100%, 110%. Blockchain tech and crypto donations incorporated into the philanthropy sector have a chance of significantly improving the entire industry. The past decade has pronounced an eruption in diverse giving channel and options for donate, don, uh, donating, changing the patterns of how people give. According to Black Blackbaud, online giving has shown steady increase growing from 6.4% of all given in 2013 to 8.5% in 2018. Hundreds of millions of dollars in cryptocurrencies have been donated as well, with notable donations including over $100 million to Fidelity Charitable, $29 million to Donors Choose, $4 million to the Ellen DeGeneres Wild, Wildlife Fund, and many more. From industry startups designing programs that make donating cryptocurrencies easier to charities being more re receptive to actually t taking those donations, there is a general consensus that the future of philanthropic cryptocurrencies ventures is a bright one. And you know why this is? Because of blockchain. Blockchain is a big thing where I or you can actually see the blockchain ledger and publicly verify on the behalf of the community that my money, when I donate my money, is there and these people on the other end are taking this money and using it for its intended purpose. There is no washing this money. So I love blockchain. Bitcoin is defined by its borderless, neutral, and censorship-resistant nature, making it a comprehensive choice for use in philanthropic ventures. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies have even started to take a leading role in payments that are not related to banking system. Up until now, cryptocurrencies have been used in numerous different ways to support charities and giving, including the launch of the Pineapple Fund an anonymous fund that was able to rally over $55 million in Bitcoin that was donated to charities. Recent studies about Bitcoin within the charity sector also reflects that cryptocurrency donations represent 1-5% to of the payment methods used for charitable donations, with over 100% growth in some countries, according to Fundraise and Nonprofit Tech for Goods 2019 Global NGO Technology Report. So why are people starting to donate in cryptocurrency? There are a number of reasons cryptocurrency donations trumps your average cash, check, or credit donations, including the fact that a bull market could lead to extra funds, increasing people's willingness to donate. Another common factor that leads to the use of cryptocurrency for donations is that when donating Bitcoin, you tend to owe no capital gains taxes. Additionally, by encouraging the use of cryptocurrency in something as common as charitable don donations, we are ultimately driving the overall adoption of digital currencies. Who is using cryptocurrency donations and how? The cryptocurrency and blockchain ecosystem has seen a growing number of companies that are making it easier to utilize cryptocurrencies for donations, and a number of them have achieved great heights in their, in their accomplishments with cryptocurrency philanthropy. 
For example, Paxful's hashtag built with Bitcoin initiative is on a mission to build 100 schools with Bitcoin donations and has already completed three. Alice, a social funding and impact management platform built on the Ethereum blockchain, has focused on incentivizing charities, NGOs, and social enterprises to run projects transparently by making sure that they get paid more when they achieve their goals. The Water Project is another charity that embraces cryptocurrencies early on. The mission of nonprofit is unlocking human potential by providing reliable water projects to communities in sub-Sahara Africa who suffer needlessly from lack of access to clean water and proper sanitation. How crypto donations aided in COVID-19 immediate response relief. Oh, I remember this. This was not too long ago. The most recent real-life use case for cryptocurrencies and charitable donations came in early January when COVID-19 pandemic saw nations and communities facing shortages of personal protective equipment and medical support and having an overall need for immediate assistance. The Stellar Development launched a program to match donations given in Stellar Lumens, XLM, which was powered by Stellar-based Lumenthropy, a fundraiser that supports charitable organizations. Additionally, the Giving Block announced that the start of Crypto COVID-19 Alliance and PAX will launch the African Fund to ensure PPE, supplies, water, and other necessities were provided to communities throughout Africa. Blockchain can improve philanthropic initiatives. Blockchain has has made numerous promises from ideas of financial freedom and a more connected world to adding securities to transparencies to how we collect, share, and use data. But one of the biggest promises made by blockchain is its ability to ultimately reduce financial overhead costs by eliminating or reducing the roles of intermediaries. All right, we're going to go ahead and leave that there. Let's go to the next news because it's already late. I didn't realize how late it was and I'm already way past my time. But we're going to continue going. Uh, Let's see. Ethereum miners vote to make themselves a bit richer. What? Uh, We did actually read this yesterday, but I'm just going to go over it real quick. Ethereum miners are voting to increase the network's gas limit from 10 million to 12.5 million per block. The move could the move could lower transaction fees on the network, but it also has undue consequences. Bum bum bum, which we've we've already spoken about. Next news: a dozen plus statistics proving millennials are. I can't, I can't say it because it's, it's, it starts with an F, ends with a D. The Breakdown Weekly Recap. Millennials. The big narrative in financial media for the last few weeks has been the insurgent Robin Hood rally led by the ACDC blaring Pied Piper Dave Port, <laughs> Port, Port, Portnoy owner of Davy Day Trader, Trader Global global what did i just read hold on ddtg global that's david day trader global global what as people try to make sense of this strange retailing trading phenomenon one perspective is the participant on average 31 year old on robin hood are reacting to the market that has left them behind in this view they are assaulting the market with otherwise outrageous and ludicrous strategies because otherwise, how will they get their peace? 
This week's Breakdown Weekly Recap looks at some of the content of some surprising and frankly depressing stats about the millennial generation's current wealth as compared to where boomers were at the same time in their careers. Let's see here. Mm, what am I reading? This is, this is, this is odd. Okay, okay. So I guess there's captions. There's multiple podcasts on this particular link. Ah, no, I don't want to read all that. It's just, you got to listen to the podcast. There's like four different other podcasts on there. And they're about an hour long, so that's four hours. Let's go to the next news. Can XRP reclaim the throne in Japan? BitBank analyzes the latest data. Yuyu Hasegawa, a market analyst at FSA, licensed crypto exchange in Japan, analyzed whether XRP will ever reclaim its throne. Japanese crypto investors have been known for their passionate support of XRP. Indeed, one of the point in Japan, XRP was more popular than Bitcoin. Yet, the official data from Japan Virtual and Crypto Asset Exchange Association, or JVCEA, the self-regulatory organization approved by the Financial Service Agencies, or FSA, shows that XRP is losing its charm in Japan. We already saw the XRP army shrink in the English-speaking region. As XRP prices stagnation continues, the same thing is happening in the Japanese market. On June 20th, Yuyu Hasegawa, a market analyst at the FSA licensed crypto exchange BitBank, analyzed whether XRP will ever reclaim the throne. Okay, well, let's go. Let's get out of here. Next news. U.S. SEC Chair Clayton nominated to oversee crypto regulatory heavy, heavy? Crypto regulatory heavy New York. Latest news shows an intended bid for Securities and Exchange Commissions, or SEC, Chairman Jay Clayton as New York's Southern District Attorney. United States Attorney General William Barr announced that President Trump will most likely task Jay Clayton as the legal enforcer for a chunk of New York, a state that has historically held a heavy-handed regulatory stance on crypto. Barr said in June 19th statement from the Department of Justice, or DOJ, I am pleased to announce that President Trump intends to nominate Jay Clayton, currently the chairman of the Securities and Exchange Commissions, to serve as the next United States Attorney for the Southern District of New York. Okay, cool. Next news. How many Satoshis are in a Bitcoin? A Satoshi is the smallest indivisible unit of Bitcoin, representing its 100th millionth part. The Satoshi, the smallest amount of Bitcoin, is more than just a unit of measurement. What is a Satoshi? What began as a cyberpunk, cypherpunk niche has now become a global phenomenon that's set to disrupt the financial industry. However, despite the global influ- global correction, however, despite their growing influence, cryptocurrencies in general are still far from mainstream. Bitcoin managed to become more of a household name thanks to its presence in the media and mooning price. However, the general public still lacks an understanding of what makes Bitcoin vulnerable. One underrated aspect of Bitcoin is the Satoshi, the smallest denomination in BTC. Named after Satoshi Nakamoto, the anonymous creator of Bitcoin, the Satoshi is the BTC's smallest indivisible unit. It represents one 100th millionth of a Bitcoin. While it's by far most important aspect of Bitcoin, which we'll address later, it isn't the 
it isn't its only denomination. Bitcoin has multi-level hierarchy structure. We'll leave it at that. It has 1,000 milli Bitcoins, MBTC, 1 million micro Bitcoins, UBTC, and 100 million Satoshis, SAT. Satoshi Nakamoto himself set the existence of Satoshis as a unit by deciding that the value of a single Bitcoin could be divided into 100 million parts. Regardless of the price of Bitcoin, it would still be practical to use as a medium of exchange. However, it wasn't until 2010 that the then relatively small Bitcoin community began discussing the potential names for the coin's smaller denominations. It was initially pro- proposed that one hundredth of a Bitcoin or 0.01 BTC can be called a Satoshi. After a few months of deliberation, the term Satoshi caught on and was widely adopted by the community instead to mean the one one hundredth millionth part of a Bitcoin. In Bitcoin's early days, when its market cap was well below $2 billion, Satoshi as a unit of currency received relatively little attention. With Bitcoin's price still minuscule at the time, few of its holders were concerned with dividing it into such small units. The rising of importance of Satoshi As Bitcoin rose in popularity and expanded its influence beyond its small niche, the importance of Satoshi increased proportionately. The conversation around Bitcoin's real-world utility became more prominent both in and out of the crypto industry. Still, the question of how to facilitate transactions with an abstract, decentralized, and complex coin remained. Why would people want to invest in a coin that's that's been notoriously hard to scale? highly volatile and only accepted by a relatively small set of merchants around the world. The answer to this comes down to Bitcoin's smallest indivisible part, the Satoshi. If the Satoshi became a more widespread denomination for Bitcoin, it would bring micropayments closer to a wide array of people. Take a cup of coffee, for example, and a $5 takeaway would cost 0.00053 BTC at the time of price. The small amount of multi-decimal point are, cha- are, are challenging to keep track of. If the same cup of coffee cost instead 53,000 Satoshis or Sats, it would make it easier to understand. Many believe that the higher denominations would not only make it easier to comp- comprehend, but also easier to spend, bringing the importance of the Satoshis to the f- uh, to the fore. It is also a critical portion of newcomers' education. Sam Blackmore, the CEO and founder of Vimba, an auto BTC investing service, told Crypto Briefing, while there is clearly a need for the Bitcoin community in terms of educating the public about Bitcoin, an industry-wide switch to Satoshis as Bitcoin's value measurements may, may make sense, provided new users are being adequately informed about what the difference between one Bitcoin and one Satoshi is. At Vimba, we show the value of our users' Bitcoins holding in MBTC. This was the idea behind the mass movement that arose last summer, advocating the creation of a symbol for the Satoshi. The campaign centralized around the belief that the symbol for Bitcoin's smallest denomination was modeled after the at sign. It could 
change the way people trans transact and use Bitcoin in general. Hundreds of people joined the discussion around the design of the sign to make uh, much like they did when they designed the Bitcoin logo was first discussed and the Bitcoin talk forum back in 2010. While the design varied, almost everyone agreed that just like the at sign simplified and, and sped up the internet communication, the Satoshi sign would change the way Bitcoin is transferred. And here's a few photos of what uh, people thought the Satoshi would look like. There's a happy, it's like a happy face right there. It's weird. While there is not yet a consensus on the Satoshi symbol, the movement generated a lot of press and brought some much needed attention to the smallest unit of Bitcoin. Bitcoin has been the best performing assets in, of the last decade, with its price appreciating millions of percent from 2009. If 1BTC was the lowest unit of Bitcoin, then the most of the daily goods would today cost in decimals $100 today is 0.0107 BTC, for example. Our society is not familiar with dealing with the, with the entire currency in decimals. Bitcoin, Bitcoin's deflationary model not only limits the total numbers of Bitcoin. This is a lot. How long does this go? Jeez, it continues. Okay, I'm done with this. Next news. Gold bug shift caused Bitcoin fiat following Fed comments. Peter Schiff agrees with the Fed that Bitcoin should be classified as a fiat currency. Economist, financial commentator, and gold advocator, advocate Peter Schiff once again bashed Bitcoin in a tweet, essentially calling it fiat currency, the name for regional currencies such as the US dollar. The Fed gets Bitcoin right, Schiff said in, in a in a June 20th tweet, adding, it categorizes it with fiat in contrast to gold that has real value. It sees nothing new in Bitcoin, just in the way it's exchanged, as confidence in both traditional and crypto fiat is lost. Savers will return to gold. Okay, next news. It's good to know. Uh, Wisdom Tree test SEC's Bitcoin acceptance threshold with latest ETF filing. The SEC has rejected an ETF with only 25% BTC component before, but how about just 5%? Wisdom Tree may be testing the agency's limits. Many investment firms have launched crypto exchange traded funds, but so far, none has found favor with the United States Security and Exchange Commissions. Firms keep trying, though, and this past week, two more tendered applications for crypto ETFs like products. If not, pure play Bitcoin ETFs have emerged. Wisdom Tree, an asset manager and ETF specialist, filed an N-1A form registration statement on June 16th with the agency for an ETF that would invest up to 5% of its portfolio in cash-settled Bitcoin futures contracts offered by Chicago Merchant Mercantile Exchange. Okay, next news. Get out of here. Let's go. Uh, let's see where we. Oh, what happened? Thai Central Bank's tap cement company for first digital currency payment. The central bank announced Thursday that it would target businesses. Now, hold on. Let's back up a little bit. The Bank of Thailand is developing a prototype payment system which would rely on central bank digital currency. The central bank announced Thursday that it would target businesses and would design a payment system that could be integrated with the procurement and financial management system of Siam Cement Group, 
Thailand's oldest cement manufacturers and its suppliers. The bank said the digital currency prototype is being developed by Digital Ventures, a fintech facing, fin facing venture capital wing of the CM Commercial Bank that invested in Ripple in 2016. Alright, next news. How much news do we have? Jeez, Lou. Oh my goodness, this keeps going. We're going to skip a few of these just because it's already getting late. Uh, let's see. Algorand blockchain to capitalize on Twitch's chessboard. Whoop. Uh, blockchain bridges explain. Mm, I kind of want to read that just real quick. Actually, what are blockchain bridges? A blockchain bridge provides a connection that allows for the two for the transfer of tokens and data between two different blockchain ecosystems. A significant challenge of blockchains to date is their lack of interoperability. Once a developer builds their decentralized application on any particular platform, they're generally locked into that platform with no opportunity to leverage any type of benefit of other blockchains. For example, Ethereum has well-documented scalability issues that many developers probably hoped would be solved by now. If they move to another faster platform such as EOS, then they lose out on the benefits of the Ethereum that Ethereum does offer. A large community, a widely supported token standard, and the most adopted smart contract platform. Therefore, developers... Okay, you know what? I'll read this on my own time because this actually does look like a good read. And I wish I could read this to you, but it's quite long. And I am running out of time, like I said. Next news, blockchain are an excellent solution for privacy part one. The first part of the series of an article of the advantage of challenges in the usage of blockchain technology for collecting and sharing information without violating users' privacy. Several data violations like the Cambridge, Cambridge Analytica scandal have brought forth questions regarding how companies and governments should deal with the data entrusted to them. And they have also increased the search for several developments of new technologies to preserve the privacy of companies and users. Consequently, countries and regulators have rushed to the new sets of compliance requirements to deal with user privacy and data collection, like the General Data Protection Regulations in Europe and the Gen General Data Protection Law in Brazil, to name a couple. Parallel to that, there have been new trends to seek new technologies like blockchain to solve privacy problems. In this regard, contra contrary to the initial perceptions of many, blockchain technology may not only be compatible with the GDPR, but also help increase privacy levels and data protection, and return to property of data back to the individual, such as blockchain technology can be used as a privacy tool. For that reason, many industry players have started competing for leadership in this area. Next news. Compound tops MakerDAO now has the most value staked in DeFi. Compound overtook MakerDAO Saturday as the decentralized finance protocol with the most value locked. I don't like that. I don't like when things are locked. But it, it is what it is. Because for me, that's a scam. Just like, uh, what is that? BitConnect. BitConnect locked a lot of their own tokens. And guess what happened? When they said they were about to release it, they went under, took all those tokens with them, and took millions of dollars with them. Continuing. Compound overtook MakerDAO Saturday as the decentralized finance protocol with the most value locked. 
As of June 20th, Compound has $484 million in cryptocurrencies locked, while MakerDAO has $481 million. According to DeFi Pulse, the Compt token is trading at $220.25 as of writing. According to CoinGecko, its all-time high prices has been $231. You know what? I actually read this yesterday, didn't I? Or something close to this. Next news. Cryptocurrency. What, what, what's going on? Did I? I need to refresh the page. Seems like I'm repeating a lot of these. You know what it is? It's probably because... Um, actually, I don't know why they're repeating. Anyways. Market predictions. Miners' fees fluctuate. And China moves fast. Bad crypto news of the week. Gavin Anderson cast doubt on Craig's right Satoshi claim. Hmm. Real quick, let's read this. Uh, Gavin Anderson laid doubt that Craig Wright is Satoshi Nakamoto in recently released disposition. Recently released dispositions dis deposition did no depositions suggest that Gavin Anderson now has doubts that Craig Wright is Bitcoin creator Satoshi Nakamoto. The disposition which are connected to Wright's case against the estate of his alleged business partner, David Kleeman, shows that Anderson was asked if he still believed that Wright is Satoshi. Anderson, Anderson said, Andreessen said he did initially believe Wright to be the creator of Bitcoin, or at least one third of the group called himself Satoshi Nakamoto, but later felt that he had been, in his words, bamboozled. Andreessen said, quote, there are places in a private proven session where I could have been fooled, where somebody could have switched out their software that was being used, or perhaps the laptop that was delivered was not a brand new laptop and it had been tampered with in some way. I was also jet lagged and again I was not the only not in the headspace of this is going to prove to the world that Craig Wright is Satoshi Nakamoto. I was in the headspace of, you know, this will prove to me beyond a reasonable doubt that Craig Wright is Satoshi Nakamoto, and my doubts arise because the proof that was presented to me is very different from the pseudo-proof that was later presented to the world. Anderson said later in the disposition that he believes he has never again communicated with the erstwhile founder of Bitcoin. Following his email with Satoshi in 2010 and 2011, the Kleeman Wright case has been eagerly watched by the industry for its potential impact on Bitcoin futures. As recently as May, lawyers for the Kleeman estate uncovered additional evidence against Wright. Former Mt. Gox CEO Mark Carples claims recently that Wright is either a, th a thief or a fraud. Wright also attempted to sue Bitcoin founders, Foundation founder Roger Ver for making similar statements against him in 2019. In his disposition, Anderson's too maligned Wright's reputation, quote, I have my doubts on. I have many, many doubts in my head about what's parts of what things Craig told me are true and what are not true. Like they just broke their friendship. Barstool Sports founder holds to 2017 stance on Bitcoin. Barstool Sports founder Dave Portney said he still sees Bitcoin the same as he did in 2017, 
Barstool Sports millionaire founder Dave Portney recently retweeted his 2017 video on Bitcoin saying his view, his view on the asset has not changed. For everybody trying to get me in the Bitcoin game, I made this video of 2017, Portnoy said in a June 19, 2020 tweet. I still feel this way. Portnoy's 2017 sentiment. Active on social media, Portnoy has made noise since the start of COVID-19 pandemic for his comedic stock day trading videos in which he alludes to his lack of market prowess. In his 2017 video, Portnoy said he was a Bitcoin investor that year due to the hype around the asset at the time. Most of the videos includes Portnoy explaining his confusion on the asset, its ecosystem, and its underlying technology. Portnoy said, quote, I don't know how to spend them. I don't know how to get them. You gotta go to this, this thing called Coinbase, which is how you buy them. And you keep them shutting down because too many people are trying to buy Bitcoin. The whole thing runs by the Winklevoss twins. Portnoy then proceeded to call Bitcoin a scam. Although he did say he he wanted involvement. So as to not miss out on on all the gains boasted by those around him. Okay, I've decided I like you. Even though I think you are your brothers are robots. Portnoy said in a June 20th tweet referring to Tyler Winklevoss. Bitcoin has garnered multiple other comments this year from mainstream personalities, including Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling. Next news. Are we almost done? We're almost done. We have about three left. Three ways Bitcoin traders can spot and and avoid crypto markets manipulation. Next news. Uh, Ethereum 2.0 should be secure and scalable, but possesses risk for users. Now, next news. Compound surpassers MakerDAO as the top DeFi protocol. You know what, we've already read all that, so we are actually done, finally. All right, Cryptonauts, once again, I think we're done. We are done, we are done, we are done, we are done. Have yourself a fantastic weekend, tomorrow Sunday. Enjoy it, stay safe, wash your hands, keep your social distancing going. With that said, adios.